And if you feel, if, if anyway, if in your heart is just telling you to pump it up, pump it up. You feel me? What in the, the fire? fire are you talking about? Yeah, you want fire? more fire? I mean, if it don't get it, more than that, really. Y'all feel it in your heart? Shots, okay, everybody got on their jackets on. Cool. I'm like, shut up, my jacket. Yeah, shut up. All right, let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to the Mind Your Own Business podcast with DJB. I am he, DJB. <laughs> I got a couple special guests with me today. To my immediate left is my guest co-host today, Shay Sunday from Shatiqua's Kitchen. Can you tell the people who you are and what you do, please? Yes. Um, my name again. My name is Shay Sunday. I have a vegan food app called Shatiqua's Kitchen, which is my government name. Mm. I also have a channel on YouTube called Vibes. You can follow that too. And then my apparel line, Minding My Black Business. MMBB DJB BN Should we start over? Should I do the intro again so we can cut all that shit out? Nope. <laughs> Keep that. And to my far left is our special guest for the evening, Norman Towns. Norman, can you tell the people who you are and what you do, please? Uh, I think it would be cool if you told people who I was. <laughs> So Norman. I just think it would be cool <laughs> if you did that, but maybe not. How it usually works on here is... All right, go ahead. All right. <laughs> it's like, introduce yourself. It's like people talking about uh, themselves. It's kind of awkward. Uh, yeah, I know, but I think it would be cool if you kind of introduce I'm it. I'm sexy, yeah. honey. <laughs> Say that. My name's Norman Towns. I'm an actor, producer, creator. Um, just an amazing person. How I know Norman is. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I was like this. I was like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. They're going to ruin my podcast. How I met Norman is he um, was, one of his side hustles was delivering mattresses, <laughs> right? He sold mattresses. Like, he posted up ads mm. on Craigslist and stuff, and he sold mattresses. And I later found out that he was a creative like myself. And... If you've ever actually delved into being a creative, like, fully, mm-hmm. you'll know that shit ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> At all. And when you when you first starting out, for sure, you're going to need a way to sustain your life, right? For sure. Most people get a job, try to work with their job to do the auditions and everything. And then there's another type of person, which I identify with because I'm one of those people. So, I... I noticed it immediately in you because you're also one of those people like me. Yeah. You're you're a creative at heart and you want to create on the regular, but you understand the importance yeah. of a dollar and you know how to go get it. Yeah. So you don't necessarily need a job. Even though sometimes a job is a hustle. Like yeah. Do a quick do a quick mm-hmm. little three day seasonal job real quick. Oh, like right. I worked at C's Candies for a minute. <laughs> I was like, shoot, they hiring over Thanksgiving? That's like yeah. two weeks. I'm, I'm going to have a check for yeah. sure. Man, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really doing anything for this next two weeks. But, like, a long-term job sometimes gets in the way yeah. of the flexibility you need to have to be a creative. And that's what I admired about you off top because I met you in your hustle. You yeah. were delivering <laughs> this mattress to my roommates. And then you yeah. was like, 
I know you from somewhere. <laughs> That's exactly because right, you helped me break in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was delivering. I was solo. I was going up flights of stairs and everything. It was right. like, where's your, where's your crew? I was Getting like, I am the crew. Along. Oh, you know, they're called out today. <laughs> I'm by myself. Right. So, and I was like, nah. I don't think I know you, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I happened. And he would say that, and too. Was like, he was like, were you on this show called The F Word? I was like, yeah, I was. He's like, that's where I know you from. I was like, oh, that's dope. So we exchanged contacts, right? And we just kept in touch. And I got to tell you, he has been carrying this friendship. <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. Oh, that, like, this is my boy because... <laughs> <laughs> His, his percent, he's like, he's, he has a certain instinctual persistence that is actually very necessary in this business. Because, like, think, if you think about auditioning, right? Right. You do 100 auditions, you're going to get one. Mm-hmm. So you need you sure. need a certain level of resilience and persistence yep. to be successful. Yep. Because there's two mindsets you can have. Uh, every 100 auditions, I get one. So what's the point of auditioning if nobody says yes? Or if that's the case, I need to do a thousand auditions so I can get ten jobs, right? Yeah. You're the latter. You know what I mean? You're you have that you mindset. Keep climbing. And that's I notice it about you, like you're mm-hmm. very passionate about this about about creating art, about being an actor in particular. Mm-hmm. Because I've also noticed that you take different avenues to attack acting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's true. What 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 avenues have you? What what Man. other entertainment aspects have you uh, dabbled in? It's crazy because I try to think of what I haven't done. Like I've been a grip, I've been a director, <laughs> I've been a PA, I've, I was a casting director assistant. I did like I'm thinking of it, and it's just like I've I've done pretty much. Done it all. I've been Evan. I've been you know <laughs> OD. I've done everything to get in a position to where I can do what I want to do. But before that, I was like selling mattresses, Mm -hmm. selling hedgehogs. I was going with people to sell palm trees. (laughs) I remember the hedgehogs. Yeah, the hedgehogs. What do you, can you tell? What you talking about, sell hedgehogs? So like, I did a lot of hustles. Like, and I'm underselling myself, because it's embarrassing. But it's like, I done roll with people to take, like, to steal palm trees and stuff. So, like, I've done it all because when I was selling, like, mattresses and stuff, I would meet people, and they'd be like, oh, this is cool. You do this. I kind of do this. And I was like, tell me more about what you do. (laughs) And they're like, oh, well, you know, I do this, or I sell hedgehogs. And then I started doing that, and then it just kept going down this crazy ladder of, like, hustles that I would do to survive out here. Um, you was one of them kids that saw that you got five cent a can to recycle and was recycling. Uh, I was putting like syrup in the recycling <laughs> can. Like anytime I see something, I'm like, huh, I wonder if How you can I get this to yeah. weigh more. How can I do this? And then it just goes down a dark hole. You was making, you was hustling. <laughs> you was hustling, man. I feel like in LA, you got to have a hustle mentality uh, though, yeah, to sure. survive. Yeah. Especially when you come down, you, you know, here for your dreams and career, you'd be like, I'm going to figure it out. You figure out how to hustle. You figure out some hustles in LA, I'll tell you that. And I wouldn't be ashamed of those hustles. Right. Because my main hustle right now is this podcast. <laughs> so come on. let's get into the clickbait. Let's get into <laughs> it. Tell me about Shanice. <laughs> Dang, right out the grip, Jack? Fuck it. Come on, so DJ. I was talking to this girl. And she was talking to not only me, but 
everybody else. Uh, she's very ambitious. I must say that because <laughs> you say to like NFL players, this person, this, you know, she had ambition. And I was just like, you know, this isn't going to work. And then she was like, no, I think it will. And I was like, nah, uh, I don't think this worked out with us, <laughs> you know, especially what you're doing on the side. Like, I just don't want to be a part of that. And she uh, apparently didn't agree. So then um, from there, it was just like, a nightmare that turned into like a real movie <laughs> it was just like stalking me showing up at my house ordering pizza to my house giving people my number they showing up to my house making accounts harassing people and see the thing about it too is like she would harass people that would like a picture oh that's Danny Okay, <laughs> so, so she would like she would harass people that would like like anyone that likes any pictures that I post. She would like follow you or or make a fan page of me, right, and tag you in pictures of me, and then follow all your friends and send them pictures of me too. So then all the, her friends would hit me up and say like, say you like the picture, right? Right. She would make a page, post your picture, tag you in pictures of me. She took naked pictures of me sleeping and stuff like that, would tag you in these pictures, and then follow all your friends. So then all your friends would be like, Norman, that's messed up. Now your boyfriend hits me up. Norman, yo, like, who are you? Why are you doing this? And I'm like, dog, this isn't me. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. And then she'll do that to everybody. So now I'm up here like, yo, this isn't me. Yo, hey, this isn't me. I'm sorry. This isn't me. But, like, no one would know that it's her. Because she's doing it from a page that says, like, Norman Towns this, Norman Towns this, Norman Towns that. So, she had time on her hands. So, so after six months, it just got to a point where I was like, listen, I can't spend 24 hours a day talking to a thousand people that I don't know and telling right. them, like, yo, I didn't post this. Or this isn't me. So I just made a post on my story. And, and I really just made that post on my story so that people would know, like, okay, this isn't me harassing people. Right. You know, because everybody kept hitting me up. It was just, it was threats. It was emails. It was calls. Like I couldn't call nobody back. I couldn't text. Them. I had to get another phone. It was just crazy. So once I posted that, that kind of like took off into like a whole nother world. And it was like Normantown, da, 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 da. and I was just like, dang, I didn't know. You know, like I'm just a civilian. Right. But it, 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 it was. It, it's kind of like, like me and DJ B talked about it. It's like messed up because now I'm in this situation where it's like. If I say anything more, it looks like I'm trying to, you know, say something. Or if I don't say nothing, then it's like, oh, well, what? Like, I'm just in this limbo land where it's like I don't know how to maneuver out of it. Right. So where I'm, like, stuck. I'm like, man, like, and I, I remember uh, DJB was telling me it's like it's set up to where it's like this system is not set up for this to happen and, and to a man, right? So it's like it's being a man. I'm like, yo, how do I get out of this situation like and, I, and i'm a funny guy like i'm pretty right. hilarious you so see, like it seems like you're kind of uncomfortable talking about this story I, sure. well i'm extremely uncomfortable because <laughs> it's like it, it's uh, it's like it's if it's happening to you it doesn't it's like when you fall it's funny for us good. but not for you right. you like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I it's like because you guys are laughing at me <laughs> exactly you right. like yeah so for me it's like I'm like, man, I've never been in a situation like this. Like, right. I've had girls that like me and stuff so and let me, done let crazy. Me get this straight. Yeah. Let me get this straight. Because I feel like you put a couple layers of sugar over it. Go ahead. You were talking to this girl. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. Y'all were, were you guys just talking? Were you guys like dating? We were just talking. You were just talking. We were just but, talking. But it was like a serious kind of talking, right? Like yeah, someone said yeah. You guys were yeah. you guys were intimate. Yeah. And she was over your house like all the time, right? Exactly. Right. So like she was like your unofficial girl at the moment, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Then you catch her fucking other dudes. Mm-hmm. Right. You catch her. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Not firsthand, but like. You've seen, you saw her words then, right? Yeah, I saw her words. Right, he didn't see her doing it, right. but he like saw text messages. Cause, enough. Cause you saw yeah. enough. You saw that. You told me the story before, yeah. and I'm gonna tell what I what I think ahead, I know, and then just correct me whenever I'm wrong. No, go ahead. I'm a, I'm an emotional. Place. <laughs> so I was like, oh no, so, I can imagine. She's texting the other niggas. and she deletes the text messages from her phone after she sends them. Right. Okay. And for some reason, she might she might not have recalled that this happens, but the messages stay in your Apple Watch, and it stays on your messages on your computer. Mm-hmm. And so he saw the messages on her watch and her computer, and took pictures of those, showed it to her, like, "What in the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, I, I, "I, I can explain everything." I was like, "Nah, you out, right? She's right, out, right? Right?" She had messages saying. I just fucked this dude yesterday, and I fucked Norman today. I'm gonna go fuck you tomorrow. What am I doing with my life? This is so crazy. And then the dude answering was like, "Yeah, that's crazy. So what's up? You gonna give me some pussy or what?" And she was like, "Yeah, right." And like that's the conversation that he sees. And this is somebody he is being intimate with, with at the moment. Yeah, right. And you like are telling your roster that you got an extensive roster. I'm like, you gotta go. Right? You gotta Am I go. right so far? Correct. You, you gotta go. Right. So then she is like, Norman, take me back. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Let me explain. He was like, I seen everything I needed to see. I'm, I'm good. Out. I'm good, right? So then she starts blowing you up, right? She starts mm-hmm. making profiles under your name, like fan mm-hmm. pages of your name. And she got like, Naked pictures of him alone when he sleep. Naked pictures of them together that she's that she's putting out. Like any girl that goes to <laughs> his page and likes his picture, she sends the fan profile to them, and it's all just explicit things. Like I got sent one of the fan pages, and it was like Norman Towns fan page twelve. I was like, she's oh, on the twelve. Wow. We're on the twelve. And this episode. is after you told her forty-five. It's up there. This is after you told her, I'm done with you. I don't want nothing to do with you. Right. We're I don't done. want to talk to you. And he doesn't respond. And then he gets emails from himself. Like the name on the email is Normantown. She's making emails as him mm-hmm. and sending it to him, telling him to talk, letting him know that she's also sending these pictures to all of his professional, his professional, like she hacked his contact book, like any, anybody Ooh. he's ever worked with in the industry, he's Ooh, sending these dangerous. things to him. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's at the point, like, what do I do? And she's sending messages like, I'm coming to your house today. I, be prepared for me to be sleeping outside of your house today. This, this is the address. Is crazy. This is your apartment number. I'm in that bitch. This is where I'm supposed to be. Like, you need to give me another chance. And then my mindset is like, what's your end goal right now? Like, do you think we're about to be happily together after this? 
Exactly. That's impossible at this point. Like, what is what is the point? What is the purpose of her doing this? What's your like, end goal? And 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 honestly, I was I was thinking, this is a very ambitious woman. She could oh, take yeah, over she, the world if oh, she man. could channel this energy man. towards something more positive that it makes more cause? sense. Start a business. Yeah, Girl, start a business. We could be in business together. For a show. No, don't do it. Not oh, with her, literally. No, no, no absolutely no. not. Because I'd probably you, end up messing her up. Because if you catch her stealing money, she's going to be like, <laughs> listen, I'm sorry. Oh, you don't want to give me another chance? I'm cleaning out your bank account. Exactly. Still. No, I like that's that's her. essentially what's happening right now. So like, yeah. the what I want to know is, what is he supposed to do in this situation? Because he said he's you gone to the police, right? Yeah, but it was like they ain't gonna do nothing. Nah, because I wasn't like they're like, does she have a gun outside your house? So what is she doing outside your? And I'm like, look, I'm showing you what she's done. I'm showing you thousands of numbers that she's called me from. She's still calling me right now. She called and the police answered the phone. And she would hang up and call over and over and over again. And they're like, well, if she's not like outside with a gun, like, and I'm just like, oh, just well, at she that just point, to the point. Yeah. at that point, so it may like, be too late to, to, happen, right? to even tell the police something at that point. Yeah, so it just got to, it's just exhausting. And it's been going on so long. Is it still happening like? Today, As a, yeah, today, still, oh. still. No, he, before we started filming, he showed me yeah. the call log from oh, today, no. and Constantly. he went like this. Yeah, still today. I'm sending my new address, so I moved. I had to move, right? And then she got my new address because she pretended to be my leasing manager. Uh huh. Pretend to be a leasing manager. This she pretended to be my leasing manager when I was emailing my leasing manager. So I replied to my Lisa manager, and I replied to her. Oh, you thought you were talking to your I Lisa thought, manager, yeah, exactly. but she posed as your Lisa manager oh, and got man, your man. No. Well, just tell us your unit number, and we'll come over there and help you. Type. Because I was gonna yeah. be like, how does she know where you live? Like, but there you go. That's a whole nother level. That is some um, fatal attraction. And you've already went to the police. You've already moved. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean. So like, and. The like in situations like this, I feel like the system that we're in is designed was, to protect women in this situation. I was just about to say, not not to down obviously, but not to downplay the situation. But you're a black man, mm -hmm. a black man. So I feel like even with that, they don't really take. They don't care enough. They don't care enough. So like, and then you've gone to a lawyer, right? Yeah, they. Like, and what you told me, correct me if I'm wrong again. No, I'll correct you. Okay. <laughs> he was like, the cheapest quote that I've gotten for a lawyer to represent me Oof. is they want a $10,000 retainer, Oof. and yeah. then they wanted $650 an hour to, mm -hmm. to do something. And then, like, what does that even do? Like, exactly. You're going to sue that this girl? Like? I'm pretty sure she doesn't have, have any anything, money. Yeah. She spends 18 hours a day making new phone numbers. There's no way she's getting to a bag that much. Mm-hmm. But again, so like six fifty an hour and a ten thousand dollar retainer. So for a lawyer to do one day of work will cost you twenty bands. What? Like so? <laughs> yeah. Like I've been through these emotions. That's why I'm just this. like, yeah. Man, so like, I don't feel, look, I, <laughs> days so, where I'm just like, I know. 
So what I wanted to oh, ask shit. my panel is, what does he do? What does he do? Because like, oh, um, correct me if I'm wrong again. She makes dating app yeah, profiles dating for you. Dating apps. Specifically gay dating apps. Oh, and then man. gives your address to men on gay dating apps and then they show up to your house like, what's up? Yep. Oh my gosh. Orders food to your house all the time. Oh, COD food, right? Like COD. they're, they're, expecting, you when you get they're there. expecting money when they deliver the food type of stuff. Exhausting. Exhausting. I've never been more exhausted in my life. Like this, exhausted. This is one of the happiest people I have ever encountered. Clearly, in my even life. like just now, like even before, you know, we got and, on. And I have never seen him this <sighs> thrown off. You know what I mean? Because he's very open, happy, bubbly person. Yeah, you and can tell. He's still that, you and can you can, but yeah. you can kind of tell see, that yeah. he is trying to be that person mm -hmm. more because there's so much weighing on him from this. True. And it's mm -hmm. like, what is he supposed to do? What can he do? What do you think he should see, do? See, and I'm a woman, and I'm just, like, from a woman's perspective, I mean, you, you've called, you've, I mean, you've dealt with the police, you've looked into lawyers, you've moved. She, she know a lot about you. She know, like, she got way too much access, information, personal information about you. Like, there ain't really no coming back from that. So with her just having all that information, she can do this as long as she wants to. You not trying to get in trouble, so you not personally, physically trying to do anything to her. But it also feels like it's getting to a point where he and needs he, to prepare himself. Oh, he definitely to does. Defend himself. I was about to say. You know what I'm saying? I was just about to say, you're gonna have to prepare yourself to defend yourself. Right. Because I mean, and then with her coming to your home. But again, that's. that's like, what is somebody in his situation supposed to do? Because he's, he's even tried to move. He's going to have to keep trying to move, right? And in reality, that is just not what people do. People are not going to just keep moving like that. You're not going to keep moving. What do you think? Nobody has no idea what I should do because they like, because damn. I mean, like, I'm telling you, like, even on the internet, I mean, like, even when I posted like, it, people just was like, damn. Like, it's like, like what it else like, can uh, you do? At I was this like, point? any I'm advice? Like, I even asked for advice. People was like, uh, damn. Like, right. I was I like, mean, all they did was share their horror. Yeah, story. exactly. They was like, <laughs> man, I remember I had a stalker in college. You just seen it. You knock on my door every day. I'm like, listen, that's what cool do enough. I do? Like, that's look, cool I'm enough. asking for help. I'm do not asking for attention. Like, I'm saying, like, what do you guys think I should do? But nobody do you had ignore, an answer. Do you ignore everything? Like, it's like when she's calling I've ignored everything everything I've, I've you kind of just i've done like yeah. the, the advice that everyone has given me mm -hmm. i was like oh i did that month two mm -hmm. i did that month three right it was like oh you should try talking to her i've tried that it's i'm not stopping i feel like she i feel like she gonna do this and until. we're in month six right now month six i've, I've tried it. i've Possibly recorded conversation recorder saying that i recorded her do this I, i've done it Go to the police station. I went to the police station. Try to get a return. I've tried that. So like everything people are saying to do, it's like my, I've my been advice. done that. Advice. Yeah, anyway. What's your advice? No, it's just not advice to but, give but a the, man to, 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 for a woman. But that's why I had to post and, that on my, my, my IG because I was like, 
I can't keep putting out fires every day for Ooh. random people that I don't even know. You know, it's you know, it's messed up. You know, you need I, a good girlfriend. Right. You need a good girlfriend. What is she? Why? Because that's on her level. Obviously, clearly giving good advice to a man. Obviously, he not to put in, to put his hands on her. Honestly, but here, here here today, your opinion matters the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just I saying, do, like a I friend, do. like if you have another a rod or die chick. Look, I don't even know. I don't even know you like that. But Let her cross my path, man. They, I'll hey. put some paws on her for you. Where she hurt, she, what, what's gonna happen to me? Right, nothing. She gonna what? You gonna call, I, you gonna I, call I, me? Just, just the sound of that alone. Of she, that. But, but she doesn't even seem like that would even affect her. Oh, it'll, it'll, it'll affect her. It'll affect her. Nobody ain't messed with her yet. <laughs> oh, it'll affect her. Trust me, it will affect her. <laughs> Nothing's happened to her. You can't do nothing to her. So she's going to keep picking at you. She, nothing has right. happened to her yet. It Nothing has happened to her yet. She, she's been able to do whatever she wants. And you know she after knows I made she that has, After I made she that post. She knows she can do that because she knows you ain't going to touch her. If not, she's called me more. <laughs> it fueled the fire. Have you ever heard this? I'm little, thinking like. Have you ever heard that little she King song? you can't do nothing physically. It's called Vent. You ever heard Vent by Lil' King? <laughs> I haven't even heard Vent by Lil' Kim. Kim. Baby Kim, thank you, my man. <laughs> Baby Kim, it's called Vent. Mm -mm. And the hook goes, Have you ever been punched in your motherfucking face? Oh, you ain't? Hold up, wait. It's a good song. You should listen. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that just now, but... No. Yeah, you got any homegirls? Excuse me. I mean, you have... Have you seen the show Clickbait? Uh-uh. I haven't watched it. I saw it? every episode of Clickbait. And this is very clickbaity. Like, very he clickbait. died. Really? He died because of somebody clickbaiting him. Like, so basically... Sorry. Spoiler alert. Nigga died. Episode three. Um, but, but basically, the gist of the... But, but, I'm just... No, I'm saying this is unsafe for you. But it, but honestly, it's oh, good for you to hear this so you can prepare because you are that guy. That doesn't make me feel better. I know it doesn't, know. but it's to what? but but, no. but listen, you gotta prepare your. No. no, 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 no. This Nobody is actually this is actually helping him because hey. he needs to prepare. Maybe y'all don't understand that we are trying to illustrate the severity. You guys are comparing me to a guy that died on clickbait. Yes. And you want me to feel helped. Helped. I'm bringing awareness to the severity of your situation. If you don't want that, so for example, no, I, I do. But so what I said is like, how is that helping me? So for example, this is how one of my really good friends was like, "Hey, this uh, sex trafficking." She's like, "Don't go nowhere at night by yourself." Like she always sends me reminders. So it's like, that's helpful. So, so what? What should I do? So what should you do in this instance? <laughs> what should I do? Can anyone answer that question? Well, is she? Did she follow you over here? You should. Because that would be good would if know. she did. You should talk to her. He already talked that. to her. She, she needs some paws put Can on her. Can I play her. something? Right. Oh, no, she really do. Is. I'm serious. I, actually, a woman needs to talk to her. Yeah, you need to Another have woman, one of your friends A civilized woman, not a ratchet, ratchet yeah. woman. I but think somebody I, I, honestly, one of my friends on the phone. I had one of my friends that was a yes, therapist the on thing. the phone. The phone. This the two. Fuck it, whatever. Just 
No. Uh-uh. Let me, let, me, let me talk to her. So, the difference <laughs> of what you're saying and what I'm saying is, you said you had one of your homegirls talk to her, your homegirls as a therapist, talk to her on the phone, right? No. No, this this incident. I've done all that. No, no, that's what I'm saying. This is it. This is yeah. This is it. I had one of my friends on the phone. Mm-hmm. Talk to her so so he could record it too. Yeah. What I'm telling you is, you need to get one of your homegirls to talk to her. Not one of your homegirls as a therapist, and not on the phone. In person. person. She they won't need meet to talk. Person. She won't meet up in person. She, if she's crap, camping out in front of your house, that's an easy yeah, meetup to she'll, leave. She'll like drive off. Like caught outside once. She drove off. It's, it's, it's like a child. It's like a kid. Mm-hmm. How like, old it's like is she? I've never seen. You in the back. Can you get her committed? I'm trying. Mm. Get in touch with her family. I did. I got in touch with her dad. Her dad was like, she girl, hey, she gonna do what she gonna do. I said, no, nah, she ain't gonna do what she gonna do. <laughs> like, that makes no sense. But he was just like, she does this before. I guess she she has a history. She's done this before. So she, yeah, she needs to and, be. And they committed. not they're not they're not committing her. She's crazy. Clearly. Yeah, you her you her not you. Her and one of your homegirls need to have this. I know people would probably say Yeah. That 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 would be my advice. Like I she needs you maybe a homegirl. Your homegirl needs to talk to her. No, a homegirl for real. Yeah. That's what I think. Right. But, on a lighter note, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that's heavy. How's work? How's work? <laughs> Dang, dude. Great segue, great segue. <laughs> that made me mad. Right, no, yeah. I was hot. I was like, that makes me really mad. And I really want to tell like, you what I'm I told you we shouldn't talk about you, this up front. Did you? I told you I was like, yo, this woman. Is... <laughs> How old is she? 30. 29, 30. I follow her too. She probably going to block me after this interview, but I wouldn't expect this out of her. She kind of bad. Kind of crazy. Not even kind of <laughs> Right. She could probably be crazy to a lot more people, but she's work- focused on him right now. So. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll eventually mm-hmm. die down, but who knows when. Yeah. And how. <laughs> and how. It's been it's seven years. months now. And no one wants to wait on that. Since March? Like the end of March. March. Yeah. yeah. Every day. You guys are going to have an anniversary soon. You're... you're <laughs> You've been following me around for a year. <laughs> you gotta make light of this situation, man. That's some crazy stuff. So why? Um, I think I think we've had enough of this. Because me and you two, we have. <laughs> but I'm processing still. I'm like, right. I'm gonna be honest with you. We might come back to this. <laughs> but what made you get into acting? <laughs> she like really <laughs> Derek you, you, he ain't got no <laughs> that's good I'm glad he made you laugh after that jeez where are you from <laughs> we really want to know that shit weak bro <laughs> and 
Nice and I, I'm very, uh, I'm one of those people that be like, damn, that sucks, man. Good luck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's me. Yeah. 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 But you got me riled up. And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> we got to handle this. <laughs> no, for real. And so like, Dude. high camera one, two, and three. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, it's crazy because nobody has any type of advice for him. There is no advice. There's, there's really nothing else you, know, you can do at this point. If the none. officers, police, the department will help you. He's done everything. I mean, he's, he's literally, done, literally done everything. The only thing and he, he just wants to be left alone. alone. You know, that's, that's it. it. Only, he's only like thing the else most to do. peaceful person. Yeah. I'm sorry. And the honestly, only thing bro, left to do is kill him. With, here you go. <laughs> Now, prime suspect if something happens to this lady. Jesus we we don't want nothing bad to happen. I do Cle not want anything clear, bad Clearly, we don't want anything to happen. I was being funny. It's okay. I'm <laughs> Shay. I'm not going to kill anyone, but I will put my paws on her. I will. Yeah, that's we're what just, I will do. We're just going to mind our own business. That's all we want to do. That and that's all we business. want everyone else to do is to just mind your own business. We have our own business <laughs> and that we want to mind, and we would prefer it if you did the same thing. Yeah, so mind y'all's business. Because when I see you, you're going to mind her business. I'm going to mind her business. We're going to start this over. We're going to start over. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> uh -uh, we need to know how you you got into acting. You got to, and when you can't do nothing else. I don't know. Like I did everything I can except I physically put my hands on I think on her, the best the best thing oh that we could have done is what we just did, mm -hmm. which is illustrate that you're at a dead end. Like there there is nothing that you can do. What can you do? And if there is and we don't know, someone say something. Cause after you've done all you can, you just stand. Wait. <laughs> Wait. I'm sorry, say that last part again. <laughs> After you've done all you can. After you've done all you can, you just stand. Oh, she doubled down. <laughs> I love it. You stand. You stand. So I just stand up. Yes, stand. Yes. Literally, figuratively. No, you stand. You just. It's almost like you just got to go through this storm. Yes. Yes. No, you. I mean, you've done all you can. Yes. How does that At feel? this point, makes you want to sit down, don't it? You just stand. <laughs> you just stand, Norman. Just stand. Yeah. That's the best advice I got. <laughs> I feel like. And now you say. At least you're being a man about it. At least you've done everything you can. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so. you, you came into this knowing you was not about to get an answer of what you should do. No, no, I did it. No, I did it. <laughs> I did he not. He probably thought he was going to yeah, get I some thought, type of answer. I thought I was going to get some type of answer. You're oh. a very well thought out guy, DJB. Yeah. And you have no answers. But, That's what I'm saying. I played chess with you, DJB. Huh? I played chess with you. Yeah, for sure. But and you don't know what move to make right now. That's but do you I'm know the story you. you just told us? <laughs> That's what I'm telling there you. There ain't is no fucking crazy. Move. This is not we a chess stuck. game. Yeah. They this just put really fat gamut on the chessboard, bro. Like this is not this, this is a whole different There's game. There's really nothing. <laughs> and I'm a woman. That's she's crazy. But he's I honest, honestly, I really think that the best thing that we can do is show that there's nothing that you could do. It's really not. So nothing you mean else. the best thing I could do is be an example 
somebody else. I'm saying as what, a, I'm saying like, as, a, as, a, as, a an as a potential public figure, you need to show that you have, can, and will do every single thing you can do to rectify this situation peacefully. Yeah, and you have. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I like it makes sense, but it's just like we should do more. Well, it's just, it's just like I wish I could say, you know what? <sighs> like, I'm not gonna get a thousand calls tomorrow. I'm not gonna get a thousand emails. I'm not gonna get right. a thousand texts. I'm not gonna, you know, get and someone to show up at my house tomorrow. Happen. I'm not gonna get someone to deliver pizza tomorrow. I'm not gonna get like, but <sighs> pizza it is. If I would have known that, bro, I wouldn't have gotten pizza today. Because <laughs> you clearly <laughs> ain't eating a lot of pizza. I clearly, so I clearly. <laughs> Domino's, Papa John's, every delivery service. Just, have day. you had Fresh Brothers then? Don't give her any ideas. Oh, okay. That's the <laughs> what, they do COD? That's the best pizza. Yeah, everything. You have to pay for it when it gets to your it's door. Or else pizza. you're going to get messages and texts. That's mess. But messages ain't texts uh, and shit to you at this point, right? Yeah, I'm like, what can you do? Answer your door, Norman. Has it made your so, bills higher? Like your cell phone bills? I had to get two cell phones. Does she have the other one? She got one of them, so I had to get another one. Okay, she don't have access to the second one, though? No, not Okay, good, because so she seems to get everything. An optimistic view about this for future tense is that this oh. is clearly you um, getting to another level in stature. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you noticed this, but, like, your main, your top celebrities, they move differently. Because of shit like this, you know what I mean? Like, so you aren't the first person this has happened to, yeah, especially on the path that you're on. Mm -hmm. So this is a good indicator that you're on the right path. Yeah. But unfortunately for you, you are going to have to move more strategically mm -hmm. from now on because like you, you can be touched, you know what yeah. I mean? And you're moving in a way where you're open and friendly to people. And that open and friendliness has left vulnerability for you. So now you have to move more securely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I felt that too, maybe um, about six months ago. I felt, I, I did, that was really good. But I felt that. And it's like, it's a bittersweet thing too, because it's like, <clears throat> just changing or transitioning and getting into that spot. It's like jumping into a pool where it's like it's cold and you get mm -hmm. used to it. And then like one way of operating has brought you so much success and has, has you know, you created an identity because you've moved a certain way. But then when you get to another level, you can't move that, that same way. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah, it kind of sucks because it's like, you know, you really enjoy like being open with people mm -hmm. or, or just being present in right. every moment to where it's like, now you have to be more so protective because now people are after you in a certain, di in, in a different way. But it's just, I think there's one of those situations where I'm really seeing that. And it, I think like even living through life, like just your day to day, you never really see yourself the way other people see you, you know? Right. You just see yourself as the same. Like you're the same as when I was third grade, fourth grade. Yeah. Right. These are me, you on the fly. You know, like I still talk to people the same way, but then we start to evolve like, you're you're in a different game now it's it's different the elements have changed right. so you have to change with it or adapt to it you know mm -hmm. so yep. so what i what i think you is going to happen is this situation will die out 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? It feels like it's never going to end. Right, right. But right. this person is not about to commit the rest of their life to sending pieces. That's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But it already has and probably will last longer than you expect it to. But you are going to figure out how to... You're an adaptable person. Mm -hmm. That's what I know about you off top. Because we'll get into this too. Because... Mm -hmm. Plan A was making it to the NBA, right? Mm -hmm. That didn't work out. Mm -hmm. Felt like the world was going to end when that didn't happen, right? Yeah. And then you adapted and went into acting, right? Mm -hmm. You're fucking killing it in the acting game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you had to adapt. Right. You moved from Arizona and went, came to L.A., right? Yeah. Found out real quick how expensive the fuck it is to live in L.A., right? Came on a bus to L.A. Came on a bus to L.A. <laughs> Came on a bus. To... You well, even... you know, I was originally born in L.A. Okay. From L.A. Go on. Then my parents, we moved to Arizona to raise us because it was better. It was a little safer. Cheaper. Cheaper. <laughs> yeah, it was safer, too, though. Uh, but it was... What part of so L.A. were y'all in? South Central. Right here. Right where I... 111 Vermont. Right where I Oh, stayed. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. you could have so, uh, moved to... Um, to Van Nuys and it could have been a little yeah. Shit, right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, so we could have. Right. Really but, you know, so, Arizona is safer and cheaper. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Two ways. So, so once I graduated, uh, I, yeah, I just jumped on a bus and came back out to L.A. Right. So, I actually want to get into your story more now. Mm. And if we delve into that, we can understand that what you're going through right now with this lady mm. isn't over yeah but it's gonna make a hell of a story for the norman towns biopic <laughs> and, and because you're gonna overcome this just like you've overcome struggles that you've already gone through and yeah. killed right. you know what i mean so yeah. i actually want to get into that so I'm like i said that. before what got you into acting um <laughs> man like as a as a kid, I always wanted to like act or create projects. So like me and my little brothers would always like film stuff on the camera and like put it on YouTube, and it was just like the funnest thing in the world. So like every day I would get home from school and we'd like film like ten sketches or five sketches, or I'd save like Mad TV sketches. Like I was big into like every sketch show in the world because I, I was I loved like stand up comedy and like acting. Mm -hmm. So like, but I remember like, what were your what were your shows? <clears throat> my favorite shows as a child. Yeah, absolutely. It was like anything I was on TGIF Friday. So like, Hanging with Mr. Cooper was fun. Like those was like my favorite shows. But like movies was like a whole nother. Like anytime I watched a movie, we wanted to like become it. Like we watched like Three Ninjas. We was ninjas for like three weeks, right? <laughs> or if it was like, if it was like Ninja Turtles, we was ninja. Like whatever I watched, I was like, yo, I gotta commit to doing this. Like this is who I am. And it's like you can't be a ninja. You know, but yeah. I, always, um, I love Three Ninjas when I was a kid. Sir. Really? You I had little red vines. I still eat red vines for I that. <laughs> Tommy loves any. Whenever they had those group karate ninja thing, mm -hmm. I would always pick the blue one. Whichever one was the blue one, I would just be that one. Mm. And like yeah, even in Power Rangers, I wanted to be Billy. Whenever yeah. we wanted to do some shit, I wanted to be in retrospect. I was the pink one. I thought the green yeah. one was cool, or the white one was really cool. Yeah, I remember you VR seem troopers. like a Tommy ass nigga. Yeah, or VR troopers. Remember that? <laughs> Dang. Switching from green to white and shit. He like, oh, Tommy. that's what Tommy's doing. Yeah, he evolved. I was like, wow, he's the only one that can evolve. Right. 
I always thought Jason always got shaded. Jason the Red Ranger? Yeah, the leader was because always like Because the pink nothing. one was supposed to be his girl. And then Tommy came through swagging heavy. And she was like, mm-hmm. I want your balls. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's she was on happened. Tommy. Like the pink ranger? Was. Kim? That was yeah, her name, Kim? Kim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you wanted to be? Yeah, I was Kim. She was easily. I didn't want to be Kim. I was Kim. Okay, yeah. then I'm going to stop saying what I was about to say about her. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. just committed. <laughs> But that's what kind of like, that's when I knew this is what I wanted to do. But I always wanted to like do that. Like even when I was playing basketball, I was always trying to like go to open mics and stuff after practice. Um, so I was always like dibbling and dabbling that. But I just felt like my identity was basketball. So it was like not cool to do something else. Basketball. You know? That's what I want to talk about. But mm. first, you knew Kim got tossed by the Red Ranger and the Green Ranger, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You were happy with that? No. But that was you. I know. It's okay. A- <laughs> but I like the Pink Ranger for her fight, the mm. fight in her. I felt like out of the her and the Yellow Ranger, she was, she was the better Ranger. Oh, okay. Yeah. And again, I said this before, but you know, remember when I said like I always wished that my favorite movies were black movies? Looking back on my reflection of the Power Rangers, why didn't I want to be Zack? Right. <laughs> like, why didn't I want to be the Black Ranger? And why did they make the Black Ranger black? I know. Well, they yeah, the, well, the real, girl Rangers, yeah, neither one of them was black. That. One was white and, and was the Asian. yellow. And they yeah. made and the she yellow was, one yeah. Asian. And she was Asian, yeah. So I couldn't be a Black Ranger. <laughs> That's racist. And uh, and the well, we Pink Ranger white. I did not till right now. You knew the Power Rangers was racist? No, not back then. But you, when did you know? Because I, mean, I was I mean, today I, years old. Oh, well, yeah, I've been If the Red that Ranger way. was Native American, it would have been a wrap. <laughs> yeah. yeah it would have been over, it man. They had like, to put some money back in the Red They had to. They tried to show diversity. They, they, yeah, but they showed it in the poorest way possible, they, Right, they, too. they got lazy after they yeah. casted every race. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. Yellow Ranger. Yeah, you're Asian. Exactly. Black Ranger. Black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's always it a group boring. of kids that you would never see in real life. Exactly. It's like, how did y'all meet? Yeah, <laughs> all know? y'all are not Like, all of them was life. friends. Yeah, I was right. like, yeah. man, this is... No yeah. way. So it was, like, kind of unrealistic. And then the white too. ones are clearly the leaders. Yeah. Like, always. Like, the pink ranger was clearly the lead girl ranger. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it showed, too. Right. Which is why any one, young girl p- picked her, wanted to be her. Unless, you know, it was an Asian. The Asian probably wanted to be the Asian girl. Did the Asian no Power girl. Ranger have no any chemistry girl. with any of the other? Did she have chemistry with Zach? Did she have chemistry with the Black Ranger? I don't feel like or she, she was, did. I, I don't feel like she, she was had. Just asexual? She was just there, yeah. <laughs> right, because you yeah. sexual, because like you, well, I don't know what the little kid equivalent of sexualizing somebody was, but you you did that with the Pink Ranger. Right, You could and you could see it. Anybody there watched it could tell, so... Oh, yeah. You want some? I'll drink some with you. But, yeah. Back. Speaking of Power Rangers, back to basketball. (laughs) Basketball. So, you got a full ride to college for that, right? Correct. Where'd you go? I started off at, uh, I went to junior college for a year. Then I went to, well, I played at uh, Paul Quinn. Why did, HBCU in Texas? And why I transferred did you, whoop, whoop. to Montana. What part of Texas? Dallas. Oh, that's where. There's I black colleges there. in Texas. Are you kidding me? He said HBCU. I know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's yeah. that's crazy because Texas is so white and racist. 
that that's not that's not a lie. <laughs> right. So yeah, like there, there definitely is a lot of black people in yeah, Texas, sure. though. Yeah. yeah. And then like in Houston and Dallas, you get it's a little it's a little blacker. It's mm-hmm. a lot more black. Yeah, for sure. From where I'm from, I'm from Lubbock, Texas, Texas oh. Tech University. Yeah. It's more, more white, <laughs> but there's still a lot of black people there too, yeah, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right. So, why did you have to go to a JC instead of straight to a four year? Uh, I didn't qualify right out of high school. Why? Just the classes I took, and I transferred twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was like more of an academic thing? Definitely a 100% academic thing. Okay. <laughs> so it was nothing, it, was it, was, it had nothing to do with your playing it's skills? skills. No, no, yeah. it was an academic thing. Okay, for sure. So then you took the other route, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, I had, And then you still, got your, you still got your ride, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had two medical red shirts, so... What does like, that mean? What is that? So, like, I, I got very weak ankles, surprisingly. <laughs> I didn't think I would ever hear anybody say that I have I got, weak ankles, too. I have too. very, like, like, literally fragile ankles. I hope you take this as a compliment. Because I look at you and I don't see weak ankles. Really? Yeah. Well, I have very big legs. Oh. And my ankles, <laughs> they might not be, you know, I don't know, but I have Ooh, very weak ankles. Come on, then we got to play. It won't end up good for you either you way. Mean, you but got I weak just, ankles, nigga. I hit you with a cross. My ankles, when I say home, weak, yeah. I'm saying like they not <laughs> like I, I've rolled my ankle a lot. Yeah, uh, exactly. Right? So, like, I used to do it all the time. All the time. But I didn't think I would ever hear anybody else say that. Because when yeah, I say I got weak ankles, yeah. I'll be feeling. Steph Curry like, has weak ankles. A lot of people have weak ankles. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, very weak. That's that makes you feel better. That's how you sleep at night. Well, I know. I just know a lot of other people with weak ankles, so yeah. it also makes you feel better. You is that you think at, you notice wink ankles because of yours? My level of basketball is not at a level where I would notice which part of my body is the weak part. I was like, huh? Shot didn't go in. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I just like I always roll my ankles, mm-hmm. but I do notice that like some people their feet point outwards and mm-hmm. they don't roll their ankle a lot. Mine always point mm-hmm. inward, so mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. roll my ankle. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, because I didn't know that. Because one of my or friends like, I've toe. never rolled my ankle before. And I was like, how? And I looked at their feet, and their feet pointed outwards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. And mine are always, like, inward. So, like, I'm toes. always. Yeah. You got the toes of a pigeon? Yeah. Just more pigeon toes. I don't like the way that sounds. Pigeon toes I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. What is this? Bow leg or something? Is that bow leg? I don't understand why this is a bow. Uh, I guess I kind of because it's, uh-huh. it's almost more like the bow leg it comes with in this area, though. Yeah, because that's a bow on your shoe. I'm not going to show Yeah, so. So, yeah. you got the full ride, uh-huh. and then what happened? Why aren't you on the Charlotte Hornets? Man, the money, the cars, the girls, it just wasn't for me. Oh, yeah, I can see that. You look like the type that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Money, cars, and girls. Uh, what? But, um. Clearly cat. No. Clearly, cat. <laughs> Buy my mama house. <laughs> no, this wasn't for I'm, I'm still I waiting on like the my truth. Mom shit. No, uh, Buy her own house. I just, <laughs> like, personally, I feel like I should have played football. I think I played the wrong sport because, like, I'm super athletic. Um, and I understand the game well. But at certain levels, like, to be my size, like, I like to score a lot. And it's just one of those things where it's like, for me, I would have to be a true point guard. I'm only like six three. Like if I was you six would seven, beat around the question, ass nigga. If I was six, seven, you heard me say, <laughs> okay, I'm waiting. I on said, the truth. why didn't you make it to the league? Wasn't you good know, enough. I should have played football. 
I should have, yeah. You didn't put enough time in? Nah, I definitely put enough time in. I just think that, like, just under-positioned. Mm. Under-positioned. You were- and I don't play defense. <laughs> there it is right there, probably. I really don't play defense. Oh, yeah. And you offense. don't play defense and you got weak ankle. I don't play defense. Oh, she angle. gave a camera look at it too. You see? Did you see that? You don't play don't, defense. Don't like, play yeah. defense. I got weak ankles. And that's okay. It's cool. But this like, is part of your story. So I, that, this is the part that's <laughs> always tell your story. This has always been the part of your story that I have heard that uh-huh. is unclear. The whole I was supposed to make it to the NBA, that didn't work out, so I got into acting. But that part in between there, like I never got the. How come you didn't make it to the NBA? And yeah. the how did that transition you into acting? acting? There's a there's a segment of that story that you're just leaving out. Yeah, I don't have the highest basketball IQ either. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's much higher than mine, bro. Don't feel very that. high. No, it's it's high, but it's like to be an elite point guard where right. it's like knowing why, and like why did you pass that? It's like I'm very instinctual. Right. The height, extremely you, instinctual. The height that you are. Yeah. You're like normal people, hot, tall, NBA short. There so, you go. like, you're like a park center, but you're an NBA point guard, right? Very much so. And you play like I'm a park a, center. No, I'm a point like? guard. I'm a point guard. You play like a point guard. Yeah, but I'm a I'm a I'm so a scoring dribble. guard. I just don't play defense. Who do you? I don't play? have the best. I don't have the, the highest basketball IQ. Who do you play for like? my position? Who do you play like? Um, Comparatively, you a shooter, three pointer, like LeBron. That don't look like you shoot threes that well. Kobe I shoot threes really well. So like are you like a say. Steph? Uh, you like a Dame? You like Chris Paul? I would but say Kevin. you said your IQ is not that high, so you're not a Chris Paul. <laughs> no, I'm not a Chris Paul. Maybe we should let him answer the question. No, <laughs> I would like to try to answer it first. <laughs> like, give him a chance. But go ahead. Or the real question is, you think you can shoot better than me? Tell the truth. Yeah, I can shoot better than you. Because I'm dang I'm like an athletic Paul Pierce. That's what I feel like. Okay. okay. I like that. Athletic Paul Pierce. You know, that was such an out there answer that I believe you. I was not expecting Paul Pierce. Because you think about you like, okay. Paul Pierce nice as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, Really good sport. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he said he can hit. And you said you're an athletic. He said he can hit some threes. A little bit more athletic. (laughs) More athletic, popular. So you're fast. Very fast. Huh. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'll race you after this episode. We'll see. Yeah. I think we should get that. This is a challenge. (laughs) So you know, competitive. Oh, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) So that segment in between. So the your your build and your game didn't really match up for league status, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what we can yeah. safely say was the reason yeah, you that Plan A that. didn't work out? Yeah, Plan A didn't work out. Yeah. Also, to his credit, it is extremely hard to make it to the NBA. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. We you just want to know. Exceptional at every aspect. Oh, right, yeah. right. Or you have to be like a Steph Curry. Or you have to have something that really... You have to have something that you do really, really well. That like kind of sticks out. out. Yeah. It can't be that spread out. It has to be yeah. like you have to be literally a specialist at one thing. It's like, oh, he can shoot, but he can really, really shoot. Right. You know, JJ Reddick, or he can get to the rack. Like, it, like you have to have one thing that really is very exceptional 
For sure. You know, and I think sometimes you can have a lot of things, but nothing's really like perfect. Yeah, yeah. nothing's like ninety nine. You know. I remember There's one time I tried to lie to this nigga because <laughs> I went to Westchester. I was like, yeah, you know, I played for Westchester. <laughs> I was, I was, I was on varsity. He was like, no, you weren't. <laughs> I was I like, know. no, I was. Yeah, because you know we'll be playing yeah. on the like, team. Nah. Nah, I would have heard you. I was like, oh, this nigga's really about this. Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really good. I really I'm, I'm like, a, like, I know what I do good and I know what I don't do good. So, like, whenever I do something good, I'm very confident in it because, exactly. like, I know, like, nine times out of ten, like, this is, like, my niche. But then if I'm not good at it, I really don't talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, kinda I, was like, cap. I was trying to cap, and he was just like, he, shut it. he tried to shut it down. Like, yeah. But Derek, you couldn't say you made JV? You had to just go to varsity? Like, I did four years at Westchester. So I couldn't be on varsity. I mean, but they were really good. Shit. You should have said JV. I wasn't talking about ninth grade. I was talking about all of high school. I could have made it to varsity. You could have, but I mean, in high school, they have a JV team, too. I don't think high school varsity is is like shooting for the stars <laughs> no, it's, it's not but clearly you didn't make the team so okay i didn't even try i, I didn't try i would have yeah. but i didn't try you think you would have honestly hell yeah like for real for real hell yeah. yeah ask these niggas monday and wednesday out of Dara park facts for real you be, you be hooping on them yes i do i gotta come watch every <laughs> <time. I don't laughs> what that nigga say what that nigga say you don't be hooping <laughs> Sunday don't be hooping on them. Every if it's one person that don't be hooping, it's that nigga that's behind the camera. Oh, okay, the one behind the camera. Right. Them the ones always talking, huh? Because they could get away with it because the camera's not watching them. Exactly. They're different. They, 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 like different, they the different types of niggas. <laughs> they get to get half dressed and talk all the shit they want to and don't have to suffer for the not repercussions of their dressed. <laughs> And don't have to suffer for the repercussions of their actions because I'm in front of the camera, so I gotta live with everything I say. Live your best life. Huh? But back to this nigga. How did it go from basketball to acting? Uh, like when I was in college, when I was in Montana, I started taking like acting classes, and I started taking like nothing but art because I majored in art and business. Mm -hmm. So like, I would take like piano, singing lessons, art, photography. I got hurt really bad my senior year. Um, I got elbowed in the face and I messed up my eye. Everything had a concussion. Is that it's why crazy. you look like that? Yeah. Not so much. I didn't know that. So like, I started taking like all these like art classes, and then from there I was like, yo, this is really what I want to do. Nice. Okay. So then. And you dove. Let's in. talk about. So you, you then, um, you did. That was in Montana. In Montana. So then I, I, w I went home to Arizona, and I borrowed. $30 from my friend Matt Bowles to get a bus to LA. Did you ever get Matt his $30 back? <laughs> yeah, I, I gave him his $30 back. And even if he didn't, it was a good investment. He, he did good as a yeah. poor friend, because now look at his friend. Yeah, shout out to Matt. $30? $30? I'm, I'm his kid's guy's parent too, which is cool. See? Oh, yeah. yeah. Out for $30? Yeah. yeah. We, can, we can let that one Let out. me be Matt. Let me be Matt and not get my $30. <laughs> I know, right? And I see you on BET. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, hold on. You get that thirty dollars. You better bring up that thirty dollars. <laughs> I will bring up. I, Cause now, I give if you want, if you, that's what I want. <laughs> like, if you took that long to give my thirty dollars back, I hope it's three hundred right now. <laughs> 
That's how it started. But you gave him his thirty dollars. Yeah. All right. Cool. How long does it take you, you to give him his thirty dollars? You have to give it back. Not too long. Don't speak for Matt. You don't know what the fuck Matt going through. But I just said he would have to give it back. But I know that's what I feel invested in his friend. Yeah, right? I feel in his heart he he wasn't tripping off of that because he wouldn't even get. He believed in him. Yeah. Matt believed. Yeah. In him. Did Matt want his $30 back? I don't know if he wanted his $30 back. But he gave it to him and you know DJ sometimes. Wants Matt's $30. Who, who don't who don't want give money DJ back? Me $30. Can I have Matt's $30? Well, we know if you borrow anything from him, you better give it back. <laughs> you right. <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to sweat you so I see you spending money or making it. <laughs> uh, DJB is one of the most generous people that I know, so he wouldn't ask me that. He just talking, man. He just talking. He talking, man. I want my money. I'm not talking about <laughs> money. So listen. Um, Can I borrow thirty dollars? Absolutely. Thank you. When are you gonna give it back? I don't know. That's why I want to borrow it. Okay. Okay. So I gotta ask you. Okay. Um. So you borrow thirty dollars from Matt. You mm-hmm. come to LA. Then what happens? I um I ended up staying on just like just random friends couches that I met um How long was you a couch nigga? Man. <laughs> Probably about 8 9 months. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's really good. good. My freshman year I was a couch nigga. That was the happiest <laughs> time of my life. I love being a couch nigga. When I first got into Northridge, I stayed on my homeboy's couch. He had, uh, it was a two-bedroom dorm. It was him and his white roommate, and his white roommate's name was Carl. Uh, Him and Carl was in one room, and then they had this Hispanic roommates in the other room, and the two Hispanic people knew each other. So then they had two couch niggas of their own staying in their room. So it was four people in their room, and then my homeboy and his white roommate in one room, and then me on the couch in the living room. We had so much fucking fun in that dorm room, bro. And I was on the waiting, because I was on the waiting list to get my own dorm. And so I just stayed on the homie's couch. And then I got my own dorm. Hated it immediately. I wanted out. First off, you're taking all my fucking grant money. That's how I buy cheeseburgers every day. Wow. I had to use all my grant money to pay for this dorm every month. And I didn't even like my roommate. Like, I don't know, it was just a guy there that I didn't know. And I, like, kind of felt uncomfortable when I would, like, wake up in the middle of the night and look over and there was just a dude there. Did you know his name? Yeah, I knew his name then. I don't know it now. Why you remember his name? I didn't stay in my dorm because I wanted to go back to where I felt comfortable. I felt uh, more comfortable on so that couch. So you just felt comfortable sleeping on somebody's couch? He was, he was comfortable being a couch nigga. It was the environment. <laughs> like, the, the assortment of the people, I yeah. felt comfortable being. These new people, they they vibed differently. Mm. And I picked up on that instantly, yeah. and I didn't like it there. So I wanted to go back to my homeboy's couch. Because first off, it was free. And second off, I felt like I knew everybody there. And it's the people we had coming in and out mm-hmm. were like people I liked. And then yeah. these people that was in my dorm, I was like, I don't fuck with y'all that much. You know what I mean? So I wanted to go back to being a couch nigga. Hmm. So, eight, nine months of being a couch nigga. That's good. And then what? <laughs> then I, um, I ended up 
I have some godparents out here, so I ended up staying with my godparents. Oh, that's after cool. That for three okay. Or four months. Question. I want. Yeah. Which one did you like more, couch nigga, or godparents house? Because mm. I feel like you maneuvered more easily as a couch nigga than the godparents house. house. Yeah, because I was a little more free. I could just go places. Um, right. So you liked being a couch nigga more? I slept on the floor because the person whose couch had a couch, they didn't want me messing up the couch. So I would sleep on the floor. You was a floor nigga. I was a floor nigga. Uh, I mean, whatever. Um, you was which young. Is kinda tough. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think fun because I was able to meet people. I would go out and try to meet people and try to stay on different people's couches. Mm-hmm. That didn't Taking girls out. home probably was very hard to do. Nah, it wasn't that hard. I was hey. just letting them know, like, look, I just got I'm very transparent. <laughs> like, Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, but I was just like, listen, I'm staying on friend. I'm trying to get it together. So you just got you to gotta look at the ambition. How old, uh, how, old, how, how old were you when this happened? 24. Oh, yeah, 24. Oh, wow. Yeah, girl, girl number two. off of ambition. That's when I moved down here, yeah. See? Yeah. She was like, so, let's chase the dream. Yeah, like, yep, right. I'm, yep. 20, early 20s, early to mid-20s, girls girls will um, bite off chasing the dream. Yeah. yeah. Around 30, you kind of got to They be like, uh, What's the situation like? Right. I'll pass. Yeah. You so, still in it? Okay. So uh, then... um. I ended up like that. There was a day that I went and got on food stamps, and I remember I didn't eat in like two days, which is crazy, right? What? Yeah. So I went and got like this big cheesecake and all that stuff and Clyde Array, and I met somebody outside, and it was like I was telling him my story. He's like, "Oh, my son works at the hospital," and I was like, "Dope." So he was like, "Do you have a degree?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, I get you a job at UCLA," and I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." So. I ended up getting a job at UCLA. I went into like the the interview and I got it. I got a job at UCLA Ronald Reagan where um, I worked in the psychiatric ward, right? Uh. So I worked with like kids and like adults. Um, and after eight months, right, I ended up getting my place on 111 Vermont because like one of my dad's cousins owned that pla- owned the the place on 111 in Vermont. Wow. I ended up getting that place the day I got that place. My mom came out. They were so excited and, like, proud of me for getting a job and, like, living my dream. So I go to work um, that day, and they fired me. Wow. I got fired <laughs> the day that I got a spot. You were still in boxes. Nah, let me tell you. They said I wasn't <laughs> cut out for the position. But it was crazy because I thought that they were joking. Like, cause like one of the managers is always like joking with me, like, man, you fired. And I remember I sit there, and I was like, man, you fired. <laughs> and he didn't really laugh like that. And I was just like, and I was like, I was looking at him and he was like, yeah, man, we're really just, we just don't, I said, for what? And he was like, we just don't feel like you cut out for the position. So I thought that that was like a joke. Like, you're not cut out for the position. I was like, okay. He's like, nah, man, I'm serious. <laughs> and I was like, sure you are. Because you got to say, like, this dude jokes with me every day. Scott, I'll never forget his name. I want to say his full name, but I won't. Scott. Disney. So Scott, <laughs> no, Scott, <laughs> Scott's always joking with me. But he's like, man, we're going to have to call security up here and escort you. And I was like, well, it looks like you have to call security and escort me. <laughs> Next thing you know, I hear these doors open. Boom, because I'm in the psych ward. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, what? Is there a 5150 loose? Next thing you know, these two dudes I've never seen before come in. It's like, come with us. And I was like, come on, are you serious? And they grabbed me. And I was like, yo, bro, you're going to grab me. But they grabbed me so tight and took me out of their office. 
And I remember looking back and I was like, Scott! Scott! <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I didn't say You're Scott. Fired. I think I was so shocked. I was like, wow! <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you saw me, because I was like so shocked. I couldn't believe like two grown ass men is taking me out of my job that I've never seen on the day I got my place. So my parent, my mom, and my dad is at my place. And I remember I looked back at Scott and I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> take me out. And I sat in my car for like 45 minutes. And I was like, okay, how am I going to do this? Because my parents was like setting up my spot. I sat in my car for about two hours, right? But a little Chevy Cobalt that my dad helped me get because I just got this job in this place. He's going to the car. I drive back home. And I said, I remember I walked in. I was like, man, you got up early, didn't you? I said, yeah. I said, I said yeah. I said, they let me go because they knew I got a new spot. And she was like, I'm so proud of you. She was like, I'm, I'm just so proud that you got a job and you got this stuff. And I said, I got to tell you something. <laughs> like, what, boy? He was like, what, baby? I said, mom, I got fired. I said, I got fired. She said, Boy, stop playing with me, and your daddy. And my dad was was building up, was building my entertainment system. And he said, ha, ha, "Son, boy, you son I said, "No, no, no, guys, this isn't a joke." They let me go. I remember my dad dropped that screwdriver. And he said, "What'd you say?" I said, "I said, I said they let me go." My mom said, "Oh hell." She said, we better go up there and get your job back. I said, nah, mom. I said, nah, we can't go up there and get my job back. I'm, I'm fired. <laughs> she said, well, <laughs> it, it was the best worst day of my life in one day because, like, I was just like, yeah, I really got fired. And it was like, no way. My mom just kept saying, there's no way. There's no way. And my dad was like, Sheila? Sheila. <laughs> she, he said he got fired. She's like, no, he didn't. There's no way. <laughs> Not, we didn't came out here, put all this stuff in this place, in this neighborhood, for him to get fired from his place. So, like, I was stuck. I was like, man, I got to make it in L.A. So, the next day I pretended to go to work because it was just part of my routine. Who the fuck were you pretending to go to work for? Bro, I don't know. I, I, I didn't have shit to lose part of my routine. I just knew to drive to Westwood. And I walked. <laughs> <laughs> so... So like, I drove to work. That, listen, that I drove part, to work. That part of the story would make sense. Let me say something. If you didn't tell your listen, parents, I had a parking pass. I just didn't know what else to do, and I walked to an open mic, and that was the first time I got into comedy. How did you do that night? Uh, I killed. I was like, yo, I got fired from my job. People were like, join the party. Like, we all got fired. I was like, wow, we're all rejects here. All you guys have, have been let down by somebody like, yeah, and I did great. That's that. I feel like that is nothing but God speaking to you, bro. That's how I knew. I was like, yo, I cannot go back home. Mm-hmm. Like, On top of that, I had a going away party, so I couldn't go back home. So the, the, a couple things about that story that stood out to me. Yeah. And it's because I, I, I kind of know you, right? Yeah. So, your history with your mom, uh-huh. she never tells you that she's proud of you. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, his dad, mama, like, his dynamic. Bro, I had three jobs, my mom was proud of me. Right, his, his parent dynamic <laughs> is that 
his dad was always the one that encouraged him mm-hmm. and was proud of him. And his mom was like, a thousand percent, right? But Even then, more on this rare occasion, he he moves to the not so good part of LA. <laughs> but his parents both come down from Arizona and mutually agree. Wow, we're so proud of you. Uh, I can't believe this is happening to you, my baby. I'm so happy. Same day, he goes out and gets fired for reasons beyond his belief, so he says. <laughs> right? He wasn't good was, for the bro, job. I wasn't good for, for the job. What does that even mean? Bro, I, you know what? What does that even mean? Scott? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't fit for the job. Right. Scott, we know. Bro, all the kids love me. Everybody loved me. I was like, All man, the kids? It was all the kids, children's yeah. psychiatric ward? Yeah. Children's psychiatric that's, ward. Oh, that's kind of weird. But, um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, like, what I'm saying is that me knowing you and knowing that you have a slight strain in your relationship with your mom mm. and this being one of the rare occasions where she was openly proud of you and then you get fired the same day while she's out there first off me personally I would not have told my parents that I lost that job I was just like I'll figure this shit out All right. I'm not telling these motherfuckers but I'll figure it out but I'm a, you a real nigga for that I don't know why you. I don't know. I told you. I told you. I told you from the jump. I don't know why you did it, but I I respect it. I respect respect, like the only way I'm telling my parents that I lost my job is if at the end of the sentence I'm like, so I'm gonna need some money for a couple of days. Like, but like if you didn't need anything from them, why did you tell them? I don't know, but. I respect it. My I mom, respect yeah, it. Well, I think I how I grew it. up was like, my mom hated a liar. Like, I'd rather just tell the truth and deal with right. it than lie. Because right. I'd get a whooping either way. But either right, way, I'll float around the gray area. Like, I never lied to you. Yeah. And they'd be like, omitting the truth is a lie. Like, yeah, I, I didn't lie to you. Shit, get up and on my face. Anyway. <laughs> and then you waking up and going to work. Like, if I didn't have to go to work, I wouldn't have... Gone I didn't to know Westwood, what else to do, and you didn't know. But like, what I'm saying, is I had that, a parking pass, and that's all I right, thought was right. like, man, let me maximize my twenty dollars that I show, spent. I'll show these motherfuckers. Yeah, I was like, you're gonna see my car in this parking lot <laughs> until the twenty second of this month. <laughs> and that was like, the so, best but like, worst day. But right. you went right, yeah, and then you did entertainment and did a good job at entertainment that day. So I felt like that was some divine intervention shit happening to you. You know what I mean? Right. And um, I don't think I don't even think this podcast would exist without you. Really? Mainly because he is the reason I started with stand up comedy. Wow. I think I said this. I like that. I said this story yeah. in another episode, but I'll say it again because this was actually your story. That you gave me, you sent me out to do stand up. She was like, You should do stand up. It is, and you taught me that it was a way into acting. She mm-hmm. was like, The comedians get all the good acting jobs. <laughs> yeah. They really do. So, they get the fun stuff. Let's kill this comedy game. You're funny. You have amazing comedic timing. We should do this shit. And I was like, You're right. I am funny as fuck. <laughs> I am perfect at timing my jokes. Let's do it. Right? <laughs> So, 
I get some jokes together, and honestly, my first set was about him. Yeah, it really was. I, all I was, was doing, that. All I was, doing was talking about how, man, this is my first set doing comedy, and I got <laughs> this fucking guy that's trying to teach me to do comedy, and he's like, we need to go deep, you know? We need to get deep into who you are. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm a DJ. He's like, okay, but go deeper than that. Go deeper than that. <laughs> Right? I was like, okay, well, you know, I got two sisters and mom. Like, I would keep going to my yeah. story, and all this nigga would say was, but you need to go deeper. You need to go deeper. And I just like, I was like, I don't know what the fuck this nigga wants from me, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you everything about me. And I said that on stage, fucking killed it that night. Uh, he right? killed. He did great. Right. Bro. And I was like, thank you, golf. <laughs> you showed me my purpose on earth. I am supposed to be a stand-up comedian. He was really good. Right? I killed that shit. So I was like, you know what? I'm about to start doing this shit for real. I was living downtown, and I would write all my jokes out and be ready to do a do an open mic. And I would go to an open mic. I was going to go with him all the time, but I was really self-conscious about my craft. Right? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. For some reason, every time I went out to do comedy with you, though, at an open mic, I did pretty good you always did really good you, even when we do improv jams you've <laughs> never seen improv he's never fine. seen me i i realize it right now that norman never has never seen me do bad at never. stand-up right you came and killed it you had so much stage presence you and tone it was like you guys just like moved perfectly you remember that what? maybe you make me more comfortable i don't know but i know i went out a few times without you yeah i went to that place at usc it's called what's it called uh the improv space I'm sorry, or Bruce, was it was it was improv. it improv space? Improv yeah. space, right? And they had these bright ass lights. Yeah, you feel like on. a French fry. You just sit up there and just <laughs> can't be seen nothing. That sounds so good, right? Right. Now. Oh, right. French fries? No, just the heat. Remember, Evan would be at the crib. He would ride his skateboard. <laughs> Where are you coming from, Evan? He was like, I was working with the kids. I was like, the kids? I was like, you got a job? <laughs> I was trying to ask him questions because I wanted a job, but I didn't know how to tell him. <laughs> he was probably like, all he talks about is my job. I was like. I was like, man, you work with kids? He was like, yeah. I was like, I was trying to pick his brain. But you was trying to get Evan, that job, yeah, man. I was trying to get a job with the kids. Evan thought I was just asking him questions about kids. So I was like, nigga, where do you work? I'm trying like, to how, get the like, job. Is it fun? He was probably like, this old weirdo is asking me questions about my life. I'm up here low-key trying to be like, are they hiring? <laughs> but I don't want to let them know. But I want to let them know. Hey, in case anybody doesn't know. You're going to hear a lot of talk about Evan in these episodes because Evan is the mastermind behind the camera on the Mind Your Own Business podcast. He's the one that killed it. Like, I did the first episode by myself. Yeah. And if you watch the first episode, the fucking shit looks all smoky. It was like, everybody's like, yo, the fire looks real smoky. I was like, I don't fucking smoke from this goddamn fire. I don't <laughs> yeah, know what the fuck you talking about. That's just my weak ass filming on these cameras, uh, right? right? And then I set up the second camera over there and like it was like it was like a fucking <laughs> it was like a shot of your knees and shit. <laughs> like, I was like, it was it was like, it was, why are we doing it was this? cool but it was He's it was trying. cool but it was weak, right? I was like whatever, I got to do this shit myself. But Evan saw that and he loved that I was doing something. Yeah. And he was like let me help you step your shit up. And ever since then, that shit has been a whole nother beast. Yeah, a whole man. nother beast. But going back, I shot an episode. When I was shooting episodes by myself, 
I shot an episode with you. You did. Right? <clears throat> and we weren't supposed to tell Evan. <laughs> we, right. But you were so busy that day that I did not want Evan involved in that fuckery. Norman, you're coming off back-to-back -back scoring titles, regular season MVP, and finals MVP. I guess the world really wants to know, how'd you get so gosh darn good? Well, that's simple. Growing up where I came from, I didn't really have that many options. It was either sell drugs or play ball. So fortunately, the guys in my neighborhood pushed me to focus on being the best ball player I could be. Wow. That's beautiful. Like, we were supposed to come at 11 o'clock in the morning, and Norman was like, okay, I got a skit to film at 1, but then I'm all yours, right? So then 1 o'clock turned into 3 o'clock. Like, I'm at this nigga's house from 11 to 3, just chilling. I was like, we had a good time. We had a good conversations. <laughs> no, we had a good time. I had a, I had a great time hanging at your house, like, <laughs> and and then so like he gets back at three. I was like, all right, you ready to film? He was like, yeah, you know, I just I just gotta get a haircut real quick. And then I was, <laughs> and then I, was done. I was like, all right, bro, I'm going home. I'll see you later. Like, we'll we'll figure it out another. He's like, all right, I'll I'll try to I'll try to reschedule my haircut. Okay. <laughs> I did. But and I he, did. he had the conversation on speakerphone. I don't know if he constantly has conversations on speakerphone yeah. or if he was trying to prove no, to me that he really has something to do. I really do. I don't like holding him to my ears. So I just be like, yeah. I have all my... I, I, if I don't have headphones in, I'm talking yeah. on speakerphone too. Yeah. Unless somebody's telling me some tea. Yeah. Yeah. Some spiking hot tea, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Good tea. Right. So, that Earl Grey. Yeah. Um... But also, nice. but you called your barber and was like, "Can I reschedule a junior man? Can I reschedule?" Yeah, that's man? his name too. <laughs> he was like, "Uh, you're killing me, Norm." But all right. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he said exactly what he said. Right. And then so, what happened? Then we did. So the then we shot it, and we had a great <laughs> conversation after the beginning. Like my yeah. openings were a little cheesier. Bro, than, openings was crazy. Like he threw me he, off. he he regretted. He kind of regretted agreeing to help me because of my opening conversation, like I was coming and cheating, like, "Are you gay? Did your mama know you're gay?" That's exactly what he's doing. I was like, <laughs> "What is this?" And I thought it was hilarious, but I was like, "It was. It wasn't as funny as I thought." It was. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna." And then midway, I'm just gonna get that then point. midway, he's like, "I'm trying to figure out who you are." He's like, "Why do you hustle so hard?" I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, when did you first start hustling? I was like, when I was a child. He's like, for what? I was like, food. He's like, so you hustle for food. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah. That was my favorite part of that conversation. It was true. Like, did you like that part? I, I mean, feel like I feel like you uncovered something about yourself that day. Yeah, I did. I was like, man, I really did hustle so, for food. Right, so the first time we talked, yeah. you guys weren't there. So the first time we talked, we were talking, because I was talking about how he's just like a hustler whose hustle is acting. Which is respectable. And do you do you feel uncomfortable with me portraying you that way? No, go ahead. You can portray me any way you want to portray me. I mean, I'm just saying because, like, I, I don't want to take away from your ability to create your art because I feel like you are very good at the lane that you want to be in. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how you want to portray yourself, I feel like you do a very good job depicting that. And yeah, people know that. when to call Norman to do a job. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I honestly think you're very good at that because there's times where I'm writing stuff and I think Norman will be perfect for this. Oh, wow. I appreciate that. And that goes higher than me. That goes... Yeah. To HBO, to BET, to like mm-hmm. everywhere, they like they call you. They know yeah. that you can get a certain job done for for a role, yeah. and you've worked hard to create that space for yourself. Mm. And I think you're doing an amazing job at it. Appreciate that, man. Seriously, thank you. But you know how to get to a bag, <laughs> like. But that's something people don't don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They know your Instagram. You do you do your little certified lover boy pictures on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. Right? No. But and like you get your, you get your click you get your clicks out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. there's a whole nother side of you will where you'll hear somebody saying, you know these motherfuckers at Riverside just buying palm trees right now. And you're like, palm trees? <laughs> there's palm trees everywhere. Let's go take some take them to Riverside. Like that's a hustler's mentality that yeah. not a lot of yeah. people have yeah. and more people should have. Right. And that's what I admire about you the most because yeah, I'm a hustler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, if, if I'm going to do one thing, I'm going to get my bills paid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because I've done, like, everything. Like, I've hosted proms. I've done comedy tours when I wasn't ready. Right. I've done, like, <laughs> everything. Like, I'm looking at, like, damn. Right. <laughs> and where did that come from? Do you get that from like your parents? Did they instill that in you as a kid, or you just developed it when you moved out here to LA? Man, I've always been like that, which is which is. But you know, a lot of it was because like my mom would always pressure me to get a job. Like even at an early age, it was like, "Boy, you should be working." I'm like, "Mom, I'm 12." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It was just like, like always. Like I've never, like, all I knew was like work. Like, and it was just like work that made no sense it's like oh go pick up djb's weeds in the yard i'm like for what <laughs> like DJ, and it's just like we just have to do stuff for free and i was like man this is ridiculous so like i would always try to like do stuff to like make money because i just didn't want to like work a nine to five i was like man i don't i can't sit into like a call center and do the same thing every right, day exactly. and i would just always think like i can make money if, if i'm making 300 on a call center then I can go watch people's cars for 20 bucks a day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I would just always think, like, how to get around, like, sitting on a desk right. all day, you know? Because a thing we uncovered the last time we talked. Yeah. The thing is, I actually was thinking about trying to recreate that conversation we had last yeah. time. But yeah. it just, every time I do that, it just doesn't feel the same. Like, yeah. I feel like we're... We know what we want to say for the camera, yeah. so it doesn't feel the same. So yeah. I just feel like I'll summarize what we talked about last time on camera. So, like, his mom instilled a work ethic in him, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a work ethic he agreed with. Like, she'll have him, like, she was a housewife, so she cleaned the house. And anytime I say something, please jump in and correct no, me. No, no, you know exactly what, what, what you're about to say when you say how she cleaned the house, too. Right, she cleaned the house meticulously. And, but would have them come in and like pick pick up the slack, mm-hmm. which means like pulling the refrigerator out and cleaning the floor under <laughs> yeah. the refrigerator and putting the refrigerator back. Right. And his mindset was like, ain't nobody about to see this shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that I think that adapted his mind into 
more creative ways to make hustles. Like, mm-hmm. like nobody's thinking of selling yo-yos right now, so I'm gonna yeah. sell yo-yos or True. you know what I mean, like something like that. And then I was asking him, why? Why were you doing this? Like, what did you need money for? Because when I was a kid, I was selling candy at school. So that I can buy new shoes right. because mm-hmm. I was in a very fashion-oriented school, mm-hmm. and I wanted all white Air Force ones all the time. They need to be fresh every single day. Right. And they was eighty dollars at that time, and I needed eighty dollars every time my shoes got dirty. Because mm-hmm. you can't, at a certain point, you can't just wash Air Force ones. They look like washed clean Air Force ones, not fresh Air Force ones. Right. Mm-hmm. So I needed fresh ones all the time. I used to try to buy them two at a time. Mm-hmm. That's $165 after tax because tax was lower there. Anyway, I was like, so what did you do it for? Because you, you weren't a very fashion-oriented person mm-hmm. because he lived in Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> and he was the token black kid. So Scottsdale, he- huh? You live in a fancy part of Arizona. I don't know what the fuck Chill is so it. fancy about Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> Scottsdale. Right? right? That's Scott's whole Dale. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Um, so, <laughs> but like, and he was a token black guy, so he got all his cool points from just being black. He didn't have to have the fashion aspect because he was already black, like, they already felt cooler because they were black guys. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me to come back to if your white friend said nigger around you. Oh, uh, okay. But, <laughs> but I was like, so what were you trying to get all this money for? And he was like, for freedom. I was like, what in the fuck does that mean? What is freedom to you? He was like, I just need to get away from the house. I'm mean, like, and I was saying, like, you can go to the park. And that's free. And you're away from the house. Right. And and then we uncovered that he would go to his friend's house and they would have these like pantries full of snacks mm-hmm. and all kind mm-hmm. of stuff, right? And he wanted that. Like mm-hmm. they would come over like, Hey yeah, you know, go help yourself for some fruit roll ups and some or whatever the fuck they had, right? And then, and he wanted that. So, he would sell stuff so that he can get essentially junk food, right? Mm -hmm. Because, if you remember back to high school, you remember when, like, your mom would, like, take you to the doctor, Mm -hmm. but you still had to go to school that day? Mm -hmm. But she'll take you to McDonald's first? Right. And you'll pull up with that McDonald's bag, and everybody was like, Oh, yeah, you did it. You made it. They go, like, that, that, oh, you kill it. The smell of them fries oh, yeah. was the equivalent of having sparklers in the club. Like, like you, you're getting bottle service in the club when you got that greasy-ass McDonald's bag walking through the school. You're like, yep, I'm that nigga. I'll share my fries with you if you act right. You know what I'm saying? And everybody would act right, too. Act right. For sure. Oh, so, the, but we, we, un- we unpacked that that was the feeling he was going for. You know what I mean? He, he wanted, wanted freedom. And, and he expressed his freedom through junk huh? food. Yeah. And I get it. 10th grade me, 10th grade me gets the fuck out of that. Yeah. I was like, yo, you pull up with some pizza, baby? You that nigga. Mm-hmm. For sure. I remember selling candy all day, taking my little, taking my little grad school trap <laughs> money and going to KFC Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want three cheesy gordita crunches. Oh, 
I don't give a fuck. I want all the flavors, young cut. You were just rolling the dough. Say that I want the chicken, the ground beef, and the steak. <laughs> I want to try which one I want. I like the best. I ain't gonna get all three tomorrow, baby girl. I thought I was that nigga. The yeah, he like, thought he was that. Okay, seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> mindset that mindset is really dope like mm. that hustling mindset because the starving actor doesn't have to be a thing like it's it's yeah. very hovedescent of you right mm. you know what i mean like because i heard hove say one time like people feel like to be good at art you can't be good at business and i just know that isn't true i know right. for a fact firsthand that that's just not true Right. They're two separate things that you can combine together. Yeah. And I see that in you a lot. Appreciate it. For sure. But you also a cheap ass nigga. Yeah. Cause you a penny pincher, bro. Like give right. Norm if Norman has to pay for anything from you, he gonna bring it up in random conversation. <laughs> sure. That's how you keep money. Yeah, so <laughs> So what about, so what about you going back to yeah, right? him? Yeah, right. Um, I'm very frugal. Very frugal. Yeah, there's nothing wrong being frugal, actually. White people frugal. That's what they got out of it. That's a nice way of calling yourself cheap. But you What's know, wrong with being cheap? I'm a Libra. We ain't cheap. I'm a Virgo, and I'm nowhere near cheap. But that's okay. I don't know if Capricorns are cheap or not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> like... No, I, I, don't know I think that's I think that's in the air. I think it's just yeah. no, no. I'm not cheap. I spend all my money on bullshit like sneakers and shit like that. Hey, he had to put the leg up when he said it too. I love it. I love it. I but wish you, I was but, <laughs> but you didn't go back to <laughs> you didn't go back to the question though. What you remember you told him to hold that question about did all his right. Friends call so him yeah, what word? was it? What was it like? Because the roles you get a lot mm -hmm. are very black. Like you're on BT, you're mm -hmm. on Insecure. Yeah. Like those are black black shows. You know what yeah. I mean? But you grew up with all white kids. Yeah. So I know you know so how to. I. I know you know how to um to cross so the play 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 both fields. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Do. I do. What was it like having all white friends and growing up being nigga? Like, did you have to like? Give a lot of little kids passes saying nigga when they was rapping songs. <laughs> Nah, but I know that like. Or being, were you the, you were the type of nigga that just punched him in the face when they said it, and it was like, come on, just don't do that anymore, and I won't punch you no more. I think it, being a black kid, if you played sports or you were athletic or a little bigger, your life was different than if you didn't play sports. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Why? Does that make sense? No. They treated um, you like. They just treated you. Yeah, like you was royalty, like probably. better. Because uh -huh. I had a, I had some black friends that didn't play sports, and they life was totally different to mine. It's not funny. I'm just saying, like, the just their treatment, it's like how they were treated, true. and like, like the social the social structure of growing up was just totally different. And it was just like, yeah. like you could have a white kid that could be popular in school that doesn't play any sports or do anything, his parents are rich, and that's it. It's like Skyler, you know, like he doesn't do anything, but he's funny, people love him, but you could just be a black kid in school, and if you're the funny black kid, you're kind of like special, you know, it's not like, the, the so like you're not kicking it with like everybody like there's that. There's a glass ceiling. Yeah, there's a glass ceiling, yeah. Okay. So um, I just think that like sports was like very much a, uh, it was like a, a window into a lot of different You were put worlds. on a different pedestal, mm -hmm. to, in a sense. 
Yeah, but oh, you would yeah. notice it. You, you would notice it. I think you notice. Very noticeable. Mm. You notice. You're like, man, if I didn't do this. <laughs> Did you like it? If I didn't kick this ball. What, sports? I'm t- the pedestal. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say that's all I really knew. But, I mean, there were girls that, like, I would talk to that didn't want to talk to me because I was black. That did mm-hmm. happen to me. Times. How did that feel? What, how did you? I remember this that? one girl wanted to go to a dance with me, and she couldn't go with me because I was black. Damn! Like her parents said she couldn't go with you or something. Yeah, her parents said she couldn't. Damn, go that's with some me. TV shit. I've never, I never knew that that was a real people story. Yeah, yeah it's I'm real. sure it was. We have like but the like, same story. That's really? crazy. Yeah, 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 I grew up with all white people. And you wanted to go yeah. to prom with a white kid, and he said no. I went to prom no, with a white girl. He no. Once. He said I can't. No, he told me yeah. But he didn't show up. No, we went. So then that's not. I, the I was same a problem story. with a white girl. No, I'm, no, no, no. I said we have, we have like, like the way we raised and stuff <laughs> yeah. is the same. Like he went to all white schools. He's put on the pedestal because he was good in sports. Same thing with me. Like oh, it was the exact same thing. And all, and both of y'all ended up living in the valley in your thirties. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you stupid. That's cool though. But <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. But, I guess but I like, you are right. Yeah. I that's, like the valley, too. That's kind of tight, though. But what was your other question about growing up like that? No, that you called nigger? I think of it. Fuck, I forgot. Yeah, I got called nigger before. Yeah? And so how have you, I. How did you process that? You know, that's funny. The first time I heard it, I didn't know they were talking about me. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> wait. Like, no, wait. Literally. They were called. I, 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 someone called me a nigger, and some, I didn't know they were calling me that. I didn't even know what it meant, really. You didn't know what nigger meant? Who would tell me what nigger meant? Yo, dad. He was like, son, if you don't go to school, they're going to call you a nigga. This is what they going to like, He didn't say that. Like, no, usually it happens saying, after like, the fact. Your dad just wasn't I was like, damn, nigga, where my, like, where my, where I my, just knew my, what it was. Your dad didn't say nigga in everyday conversation? Nah. Oh, okay. My I, kid's going to grow up different because his mama says nigga like a comma. Yeah. Yeah, but if another person calls, if a white kid calls Jordan nigga, he's going to probably be like, okay. <laughs> like, he's not going to know that's a not cool for someone of a different color to say that to him unless his mama finds out uh, yeah exactly mm-hmm. so that's what i'm saying i didn't know <laughs> that it was bad until like i asked about it mm-hmm. that makes sense like someone said the n-word yeah <laughs> yep and then what happened no uh, like after i got in a fight with one kid because he called me a nigga before mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. how many fights you get into when you was in school like elementary or middle school answer them both all together or High separate? school too. And college. Elementary, two fights. How many fights? And adulthood. Maybe like eight. Probably like eight or ten. Eight from eight Westman to Winspan. Eight to ten. T- probably ten fights all my whole life. Ten fights in your whole life? Yeah. What's your record? Ten and oh. You ten and oh? I know which battles to pick. <laughs> like you know who to fight and who not I to fight. I feel like I'm, I'm like, I'm like six and four. Really? You yeah. Lost? Yeah. I don't take good with L's though. Yeah. I don't, I don't take losses. Oh, nobody, really nobody likes them. Yeah. <laughs> nobody likes the L's. <laughs> but I'm not like a fight. Like, I'm like, like, I think my personality, too, it's like, if someone's trying to fight me, more people would jump in. Like, mm-hmm. I was always that type of guy, too. So I was like, man, that's Norv. I'm like, Norv. I think I'm good at networking. I, I'm starting to think I'm not good at fighting. You probably Damn. aren't that good at fighting. <laughs> I think you know if you're good at fighting. Are you good at dancing? Hell no. Then you're not good at fighting. Fuck you. I'm just telling the truth. I'll fight your ass right now. You gonna win? You gonna be that? You gonna be four and eight? I think you know if you're good at something or not. Like kind of, you could tell. 
If you can stay calm under pressure, I think you'd be good. Because fight. I'm starting to think the fights that I won, like maybe like three of them, I won for real, straight up. But then the other three were like circumstantial. Like mm. when I was in sixth grade, right? There was this kid named Emmanuel. He was that sixth grader with a full fucking beard. Mm. Like just his hormones were just ahead of That's everybody crazy. else's, right? Like my friend, right? And, and his name was Emmanuel. I don't know what the fuck he did to me. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember it. It was um, amongst the Pokemon period of time, right? Yeah. And I had some Pokemon cards on my hand, and he like walked by me in the locker room and slapped that shit on my hand. I was like, "Hey, man, fuck you!" And then he pushed, and I pushed him right, and then he pushed me, and then my head banged into the locker, right? Dang. And I was like my eyes was just welling up like I was about to cry but like I'm in mean, middle school the jungle where like you him. bag they, everybody bags on everybody to the maximum no matter what reason they have right so I'm like don't cry don't cry right I'm like <laughs> trying not to cry right but I couldn't help myself from crying and I was like Man, I, I gotta fuck him up I gotta fuck him up come on I can't stop myself from crying right now, right? So then I'm going around there. Everybody was like, I'm just mad as fuck in this locker room. I was like, when I go outside, I got to fight because I can't stop myself from crying right now, right? So then all the homies was like, yo, what's wrong? I was like, fuck him. I'm about to fuck him up. I'm about to fuck him up, right? And it was like, oh, shit. You about to fuck him up. Go fuck him up, bro. We got your back, nigga. Let's go fuck him up, right? So then I walk out. And for some reason in middle school, this happened to me like three times, bro. When I was about to fight, there was a mob of people behind me to see this fight. Like when I'm walking up to the fight, it's like a movie. Like there was eight to 12 people behind me just like, oh, shit, it's about to be a fight. It's about to be a fight, right? So that was the mob. I was mobbing up to this motherfucker. He was standing against the gate. And I just went up to him and I said, Blah! Right? And punched him in his chest. Mm. You know, just a chest punch. You feel me? I said, Blah! Blah! Right? And after that, everybody behind me just started beating the shit out of him. And I didn't do anything else. So he didn't really have a chance to fuck me up. But it went on the record books that I beat his ass. <laughs> I'm and uh, I say about two more fights, something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I won six, so like three of them was fair, straight up. You ever fought a guy that started punching himself, was ready to fight you? Hell no. Yeah, I grew up with some kids that like would do oh. stuff like that. Where I was like, this is crazy. Have you ever gotten into a fight? Actually, I have. Did you win? But the crazy thing is, I got jumped. So you didn't win. I didn't lose. I got like jumped by six girls. Mm, yeah, you lost. Yeah, no, actually, I didn't lose. You beat up six girls? So let me tell you how this story goes. Long story wow. short. No, tell the long story long. No, because it's like, anyways, long. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to the park, play basketball. Anyways, I actually got set up. So um, a friend of mine literally was like calling me and he also like liked me. So it was like, what's up, what are you doing? Nothing chilling. Where you at? I'm not playing basketball. Where are you playing at? My naive, innocent self didn't think nothing of it. 
and I told him where I was. So the next thing I know, it was six girls that roll up, and it was over a guy. So, anyways, she called all her homegirls. So they all literally crowded around me. And my at that moment, my head in my head, I was like, I'm about to have to whoop these ash, okay? You about to have to whoop ash? Yes, I'm about to have to whoop these motherfucker ashes, okay? I love how you go <laughs> in and out of cursing. Earlier you said, I would have to fuck that hoe up. And now she's no, she whooping motherfuckers. She pissed me off. But anyway, yeah. And in my, it's like, it was. I don't know if y'all have ever seen um, um, the movie um, Denzel. Lie. Denzel, the, uh, he got part one and part two. Um, oh, I know. Is that Big Daddy? She said Denzel, right? <laughs> no. Um, where he's uh, the, he start. I mean, he killing everybody. The yes. Equalizer. Equalizer, yeah. Yes, that's the one. I felt like him to where he would be in a room and he could just be like, see tools and like set his clock and be like 15 seconds. So that's kind of like what I had to do. So anyway, one of the girls I could see her in my peripherals and she was doing this. She said, BAM! Right in my eye. Oh, fuck. And so, yeah, right in my eye. So that's when all of it happened. So I could just feel people hitting on me and I was hitting back, hitting back, hitting back, hitting back. But next thing I know, it was just me and her going back at it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I won. I beat her. They None of them, like, jumped in after that. I beat her up. The next day, though, I had, like, a black eye. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, so I got jumped. So I feel like when you get jumped, you always win. Was that at school? Or outside? No, it was outside of school. Oh, you got always fight yeah, at school. Yeah, it was summer. Always it was it, we was in at it was summertime. Always. Yeah, always. So I wasn't school. even in school, but I yeah. I, I seen a fight outside of school. I was and like, I'm not I'll even a fighter or nothing. Like it was just random. always fight in school. That's rule number and one. And it was black girls. They didn't like me. So if there's no line, teacher, I went to all white school. If there's no teacher there to break it up, then you don't want to fight. <laughs> I don't know about every time you get I'm jumped, you, you always win. Who? I don't think that's a rule. What? I didn't say that. You got to do dirty shit in fights. You got to like jab them in the throat, so poke them in the eye. You got to do stuff <laughs> okay. like that. Hey, Norman. But yeah. I did win, though. She beat up three people. No, actually, it was more like six, but I didn't beat all of them up because they like kind of got off, like got out of it. That's pretty impressive. Hey, Norman, can you tell that story about that one time that homeless guy robbed your car? It was a bad day for him. I want the long version, bro. I got robbed. Okay, so like, I'm loading up mattresses. This dude's take some money out of my car. I catch him, right? I grab him up like this. Oh, you I did? Said, I said, hey, put that money down. He looked at the money, and he looked at me, and he said, no. <laughs> I said, what? I said, I said, what? I said, don't you realize? I'll beat your motherfucking ass. I said, drop the money. He did the same thing. He said, mm, no. <laughs> I said, I said, man, and in my head, I'm like, please don't make me beat your old ass up. I said, I've never been this more disrespected. Because usually people drop the money and be like, my bad, but apparently that money meant a lot. He said, man, this is my money. I grabbed him. I pushed his ass down, and I said, if you don't give me this money, I'll beat your ass. He said, well, you're going to have to beat my ass. I said, boom, knocked him cold out, one hit, whole face split open. I said, give me my money. He said, no. <laughs> so I said, what? what? I said, How much money was it? I don't know. It was but hold on. $20. Yeah, yeah. So he said, I told you it was my money. I said, look, I'm going to beat your ass. I brought him up, punched him again. 
He said, oh, he said, please, OG, please, OG, no more, OG. He said, that's enough, OG. I said, well, then get this OG his money. He still said, <laughs> dog, I said, there's no way this homeless guy wants his ass whooping. I pull up. I said, bro, please. He said, I said, it's my money. I said, man, I'm going to beat your ass again. I said, stay right here. And I held him up against my car. I looked in my car. Tell me why it was his money. Oh. I've never oh. told the full story. <laughs> so then I said, I said, oh, shit. I said, oh, shit. He said, I told you, OG. I said, I said watch my car. He said, my bad. So then I said, all right, look, man. I said, yeah, I'm going to give you some water. We can do a Snapchat show. We can be friends or something. Let me at least drop you off. So then oh I got to. So I had to drop him off at his house. And apologized to him, and it was horrible. No, you never told me that before, <laughs> bro. I never, because this is the thing. I you couldn't tell. I, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't tell anybody because it would make me look like a monster. I ragged on this nigga. I was like, bro, I'm, hey, I know all types of shit, karate, taekwondo, shit you ain't never heard of. Nigga. I was about to chop suey this nigga. I was, I was like, I was like, choo, 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 <laughs> right? And I was like. Wait a minute. When I looked at the money in the car, I said, oh my shit. Wow. I, said, oh. I was like, oh my God. I said, oh my God. I said, why did you tell me? Man, I gave him some money, bro. I I felt so bad. Yeah, because I thought he was robbing me. He took your money anyway. He was by your car. He came out of my car. He saw him in his car. Yeah, he was in my car. He had money in his car. Yeah, and he had money in his hand. It's all on videotape. It's all on videotape. They he recorded came up it. with the with the camera like yeah. give me my money back and this is my yeah, I videotaped like, the whole thing. No. <laughs> yeah. I was like, give yeah. me my money back. Yeah, you guys gotta see the video. It's crazy. <laughs> I've seen the video. Yeah, there's surveillance, but everything. And I'm like, man. The part of when he found out it wasn't his money. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that would yeah, I, it was I never mean, my money. I'm over here like, what? Oh, like, I beat the. From his point of view, this nigga thought he was getting robbed. The like, homeless yeah. man like, was getting robbed. I beat the brakes off of him. <laughs> but like, and the homeless man was a thug because he was like, "No, I'm not giving you this money." <laughs> he said, "My bad, OG." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like, "He was like, please, OG, come on, OG, it ain't worth it." I'm like, what you mean, and in it ain't my head, it? I'm like, "You the OG." <laughs> <laughs> but this thing, I barely hit him, and his whole face split open, and that's what I was like. Wow. I was like, oh my. Crazy. I was like, what are these new things I possess? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. It you was like, to... it was like having every infinity stone. I was like, wow, Eureka. I'll beat your ass. Yeah. I was like, oh no. <laughs> you want that money? I pushed it around. I was like, whoa. I was like, what is this? <laughs> Y'all are goofy. And then, uh, like, I, so I, I face split open. Uh, his whole face was like, like this nigga had to be like. I mean, when you look at when you look at the money in your car, and then you look at this homeless man's face split open, and then and then you look at the money in your car. Was he black? Was he the black homeless man? He sure was. There's somebody's grandkids is watching. I'm sorry, y'all. I dropped him off at home. Give us some water. Yeah. Then, about four weeks later, I'm sleeping outside the mattress shop waiting for a mattress to come. Somebody tries to open my door. 
I look up, it's him. I swear to God. Stop going bro, into people's cars, bro. bro. I look at him. He says, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he instantly recognized me. He said, oh, he said, bro, I swear. I can't make this up, bro. He said, ah, shit. He said, hey, man. <laughs> he said, I don't know if this means anything, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, bro, I just gave you a ride home last time. I said, yeah, I don't got the time for this, bro. I lay back down. I couldn't believe it. The dude literally tried to open my door. But in your defense, Same guy. In your like, defense, what are the chances of that happening, though? <laughs> like, like, what are the odds of that happening? Twice. Bro, to the same person. That beat your ass. No, but he, he clearly um, has had success. <laughs> He does opening it. the yeah. type of cars that you had. This is what he does had. for a living. But I couldn't believe it. I've never seen nothing like Whatever that Whatever kind life. of car you had, he knows how that people leave them open. So well, he I just goes it. and knows. Stories that happen in my life, mm. I don't even believe. I'm like, what? <laughs> what did you do to her? Like, like, all this stuff, I'm just like, there's no way. Tell me one more. <laughs> so I told you about the dude that tried to rob me. <laughs> Tell me, me one more. Girl. It just gotta come to me, but I gotta. Yeah, no, for sure. You gotta, it gotta, it gotta happen organically. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can think of it. Oh, that's yeah, it has to happen. Funny. More vegan plant based. But mm-hmm. that is it for us, you guys. That's we it. have been here for a long minute. Yeah. And it has been a funny minute. This is the first time on the Mind Your Own Business podcast. That I laughed until my throat hurt, bro. Yeah, because bro. I did not. I knew that story, but <laughs> you left you know a the very significant yeah, part of out. that story out. So I want to thank every single person who has come out here today. I'm talking about you, thank Shay you. Sunday. You, I'm babe. talking about you, Norman Towns. I'm talking about you. <laughs> behind the camera. I'm talking about OD, who is the most consistent behind the scenes guy. Like He is killing it with the OTS. No, BTS. God damn. Yes. I am so good at fucking up the most simple shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how we get down over here. That's how you know it's real. And I want to thank y'all for coming out. Oh, that's Danny. <laughs> I like that you do that. <laughs> so, thank you. Y'all take a picture. I like for the that you do that. Nah.